It's Memorial Day 2020, so here is a repost of our classic episode on the definitive Western Pennsylvania dessert for any cookout, strawberry pretzel jello salad. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. Today's episode talks about a fabulous dessert that is regionally popular all over western Pennsylvania and eastern Ohio and large parts of the, I guess you call it the Rust Belt. This is definitely a Rust Belt dessert. And here it is. It's the strawberry pretzel jello salad. If you're not in an area where jello salads are popular, I feel so sad for you because they're a fabulous thing. Or if you didn't live through the 1970s, you might not know. <laughs> I uh, famously can't make jello. I, I don't know. I'm not a really good direction follower, I guess. And that's probably my the bane of my existence. I'm not a really great direction follower. So here I am spouting off recipes on a podcast, you know, do this. Ah. But I'm really, I'm really, uh, I tend to not measure and, you know, whatever. I'd say, well, yeah, that doesn't sound good, so I do something else. So I've never really been able to make jello. I've had many, many stunning disasters with jello. Like for the one time I tried to make this kind of red, white, and blue jello. It was supposed to be red, white, and blue jello, where you take, you make red jello, you make blue jello, and then you put it in whipped cream. You whip up whipped cream and you fold the red and the blue jello cubes into it. Theoretically, these red and blue jello cubes are supposed to remain red and blue jello cubes and hold their form. But in my case, what happened was I had a really big bowl of purple jello with red and blue flecks all in it. So while it was pretty, you know, it just wasn't really, you know, the thing I was going for was like a 4th of July picnic thing. And I guess a big bowl of lumpy purple stuff isn't, you know, isn't, uh, I don't know. It just wasn't appealing to everyone, I guess. <laughs> so that was my last Jello disaster. After that, I'm like, ah, forget it. I can make bread. I don't need to make Jello. So a friend of mine was doing some things about Pittsburgh and wanted to know if I could make a strawberry pretzel Jello. And I said, I can't make Jello. You know, I can't make Jello, which he thought was really funny. And it's uh, my friend who has the Yajagoff podcast, John Chamberlain. So after uh, inviting me to make pretzel jello probably three times, finally I gave in and I said, all right, I'm going to learn how to make pretzel jello just for you. So I'll figure this out. So I found a recipe and I didn't think it was going to work for me. And I found another recipe. And finally, after about four recipes, I found one that worked. And I only had to tweak it a little bit for myself because I can't leave anything go the way it is. So I'm going to give you the recipe that I found and tweaked. This recipe came from the Taste of Home magazine. It's an oldie, and this was from a woman named Aldine Belch of Flint, Michigan. So thank you, Aldine, for uh, putting this recipe in Taste of Home so that I could find it and uh, conquer my fear of defeat by jello. And I made the uh, I made these jello. Actually, I had to do a test run of these to make sure they worked. And they worked, by golly. So then I had to make it again for a strawberry pretzel jello eating competition at a Yajagoff podcast event. And it went over really big. And we even had um, extra jellos. And people tried them and said they were really good. And I was just dying because I'm like, I mean, literally, I'm not kidding when I say I can't make jello. I, 
I, I have it. This is my only Jello success, so I'm sticking with it. I'm not expanding to any other Jellos. So don't ask me, John. Don't ask me to make any more Jellos. Okay, I will only make the strawberry pretzel Jello. This Jello is native to every holiday cookout picnic party, anniversary celebration, church dinner, potluck in all of Western Pennsylvania. And it's actually, people look forward to it. Um, I know people that just love this so much that they pray that there's one at a picnic if they go to it. So um, it, it's, it's very good if you've never tried it. And this makes, uh, this particular recipe will make a 9 by 13 uh, pan or I made it in two nine-inch round uh, cake pans, and it worked really well. And we sort of sliced it like pie. Um, I needed to do that because, you know, the people that were having the jello eating contest, just to make it a little better for them to stick their face into, I made it in a round pan. So, so here we go. Here's your ingredient list. You need two cups of crushed pretzels. And that takes about a half of a bag of pretzels to do. So about two cups of crushed pretzels. And you don't want to crush them really fine like crumbs. You want them to be in little pieces like maybe quarter inch pieces. They can be bigger than that too. Does it matter what kind of pretzels you use? No, it doesn't. And it doesn't... Um, I would go with a traditional sort of a pretzel like a small pretzel shaped pretzel does that sound i mean that sounds ridiculous yeah. but a, a not a not a thick pretzel um i wouldn't use those buttery pretzels either because i think it would be too salty so just a regular old you know pretzel shaped pretzel works fine and this is something if you like to cook with your kids that your kids can happily crush pretzels you could let them crush the whole bag and then pick out the best bits for yourself so two cups of crushed pretzels three-fourths cup of butter melted and three tablespoons of brown sugar. Now, Mrs. Belch had called for uh, regular white sugar, but I went with the brown sugar because brown sugar has a little bit of a different flavor. And also, when you when you do something like we're going to do here with brown sugar, it um, generally uh, works better as an adhesive <laughs> than white sugar does. So you're going to adhere all those little pretzel bits together. For your crust, that's your crust. Two cups of pretzels, three-fourths cup butter, and three tablespoons of brown sugar. The filling, which goes under the strawberries but over the crust, is two cups of whipped topping, or as it's commonly known, Cool Whip. And that's one regular size container, you know, when you get them in the freezer. I'm not a huge Cool Whip fan. I'm a whipped cream person. I am not a Cool Whip person because really I don't know what's in Cool Whip. I'm, I'm absolutely not sure what it is. Um, it tastes all right, and it worked really good for this, but typically I'm a whipped cream person. So two cups of Cool Whip whip topping. One eight-ounce package of regular cream cheese, not Neufchatel, not low-fat, but regular cream cheese, softened, and one cup of white sugar. That's your filling. Okay, now for your topping, you're going to need two three-ounce packages of strawberry jello or gelatin, if you're going to buy the generic kind of jello gelatin, two three-ounce packages, two cups of boiling water, and two 16-ounce uh, packages of frozen, sweetened, sliced strawberries that have been thawed. You can use fresh strawberries in this. However, being as I was trying to strictly adhere to the recipe, 
I used the frozen sweetened sliced strawberries as called for. My friend Tasha uses fresh strawberries and it always comes out really well, but I'm terrified, so I didn't use them. The frozen strawberries, uh, usually you can get those year-round. They're very easy to find, so you don't have to worry. And that's another thing I was thinking because sometimes, um, well, typically if it's not June or July or even May, June or July, it's difficult to find really good uh, fresh strawberries. They usually don't have a really good flavor. So I figured the frozen sliced ones would be more consistent, you know. And those are your ingredients. You'll need a 9 by 13 baking dish to do this in. So first what we're going to do, we're going to combine our uh, broken up crushed pretzels, our melted butter, and our brown sugar. Uh, mix that really well. Okay, then you're going to pour that into an ungreased 9 by 13 baking dish and press it in. Um, really good. You want to have it like, you want to have it nice like a crust. You don't want to, and, and reasonably level. And um, you can usually use like a buttered, a big spoon with the back of it buttered to go around and push those pretzels down so they're not all sticking to your hand. Get them in there real good. And then you're going to bake that at 350 for 10 minutes. Okay. And this has to be completely cooled before you do your next layer. So don't try to rush it and hurry up and throw all that nice uh, whip topping cream cheese on there because it'll melt. Okay, so bake your crust and then let it cool. Now you're going to take um, what I did. The way I did this was I baked my crust and let it cool. And as soon as it felt cool, then I made my next step because I didn't want to have the whip stuff sitting there for a while. So for the filling, you're going to beat the. Um, this is how I did it. I beat the cream cheese and the sugar until they were very smooth. And then I folded in the whip topping, and then I mixed it um, uh, with the mixer. I just uh, didn't want to – I didn't know how it would react really, so I didn't want to deflate the whip topping. So I took that softened cream cheese and sugar, and I used my mixer, and I just blended that until it was very well blended, and then I put that uh, whip topping in there and folded that. Now, you're going to spread that over your cooled crust as level as you can, and then you're going to cover that and put it in the refrigerator until it's well chilled. This is, as you can see, this is the sort of a thing that you get a lot of breaks between steps. So if you had laundry to do or something, you know, you could, you could do things in between your steps as you're working. For the strawberry topping, you're going to dissolve your two boxes of gelatin. Gelatin. That doesn't sound right. You're going to dissolve your two packages of strawberry jello in boiling water in a large bowl, just the two cups of boiling water to the two packages of uh, strawberry jello. Blend that until the jello is dissolved, very well dissolved, because you don't want those rubbery globs of jello that you tend to get if you don't know how to make jello like me. You don't want to have that in there. So you want to make sure your jello is dissolved in the boiling water. Next, you're going to put the strawberries in. Don't drain them. You're going to put the strawberries with the juice that is on them into that jello and stir that up. And then you're going to chill it in the refrigerator until it's partially set. That doesn't take too long, maybe like a half hour to an hour until it's getting beginning to set. Then you're going to very carefully spoon that over the filling and make sure that there's strawberries everywhere and not just large swaths of plain empty jello. But make sure your strawberries are spread out and um, put all your jello on there, and then you're going to chill that 
for several hours until it's firm. When you serve it, you cut it into squares and top it with whipped topping, and it usually makes about 12 to 16 s- servings, and it's um, amazingly it's it's amazingly good. It's amazingly good. A lot of people, you know, they'll say they make fun of this thing, but actually it's, I don't know, it's weirdly good. It's actually weirdly good. So, you know, if you just follow the directions like I did for the first time in my Jell-O career, it comes out really well. And it's something that, uh, you know, it's good at a picnic, it's good at a cookout, it's good in an anniversary party, potluck, whatever. It's just good. So, uh, Hope you give it a try and check out the Yajagoff podcast. If you uh, look at the one that says uh, strawberry pretzel jello, I'm pretty sure there's a video out there of the jello eating contest. And definitely, um, we did two different Yajagoff podcasts featuring uh, uh, strawberry pretzel jello salad. So they're both pretty entertaining. So give those a listen too. Make sure to check us out online on Facebook and Instagram at Mary Mac Bakehouse, on Twitter at Mary Mac Mixes, and our website, MaryMacPodcast.com. Thanks a lot for listening if you did, and if you didn't, too bad for you.